Okay, great. See how you're resting on the floor. Feel your contact. Feel the space behind your low back. The space behind your knees. Space behind your neck. With the uh, lesson we do tonight, we're going to investigate somewhat the relationship between that space behind your low back and the space behind your knees. And uh, I've got this kind of long-term, I don't know what's going on for months, I'm thinking about knees. This lesson's actually called Getting to Know Your Hip Joints, but the thing about the hip joints is, although they might be like a foot or two away from your knees, certainly more than a foot, uh, two feet or more away from your knees, they're actually very close to your knees. They're like the next big joint along from your knees. So functionally, extremely related in many ways. And kind of like the key to the relationship of the knees to the back. So what is that relationship between the space behind your knees and that space behind your back? Let's see what it is in sitting. So why don't you sit up for a moment? And sit with your legs long and spread open in front of you. And lean back on your hands behind you. And just begin to explore a movement of really protruding your abdomen, of arching your low back, really arching your back and protruding your abdomen. And letting go of that, sorry, going the other direction. (laughs) Just arch and protrude and then sink back just to feel the process of protruding, really protruding your abdomen. It's a funny lesson. When Moshe taught this lesson over many years ago in... uh, Alexander Yanai Street, he, um, he said, strain your back. Fulton Christ never says strain anything. Strain your back. Well, he does mean to try to make a relatively large movement of your low back, pushing your abdomen forward. Not to the point of discomfort, but just that you're really making a relatively large movement of your low back. And notice in the sitting, as you sit like this, what's the space behind your knees like? And as you arch your low back, does that space change at all? Do your knees go more, the back of your knees go more towards the floor, or do they actually lift a little away from the floor as you arch your low back, as you push your belly forward? And then just put your legs together, so still long in front of you, but together and try the same idea. Arch your low back, push your belly forward. What happens to your knees? Back of your knees towards the floor, they rest. And what happens to this movement that you're trying to do? Does it get easier? Does it get harder? Does it feel more restricted? Basically, you're sort of making an arch in your back, but to make that arch in your back, your pelvis has to roll around your hip joints, the head of your femurs. What do you feel in that area? How clear is that whole area? The relative movement of your pelvis rolling around the head of your thigh bones. Great. 
Okay, and then leave that and come onto your back and take a rest. And then bend your knees and stand your feet. And now lift your low back, lift your the uh, sort of the spine at the level of where you might be wearing a belt. Lift that away from the floor. Arch your low back. Push your belly forward. Here in this lying position. Find a comfortable route to making it a larger movement. So you're almost thinking uh, a small creature could crawl behind your back. A little mole, a mouse. You could arch that space large enough for something like that. And that's an idea. If it's a small movement that's comfortable for you, then just keep it small. Push your belly forward and down. And now pick up your right leg and bring your right leg, your right knee towards you. Interlace your hands and place your hands below your kneecap on the outside of uh, your knee. And that's great, holding onto your knee like that. Now, again, begin to arch your low back, lift your low back away from the floor. And then return. And feel where your knee goes as you do that. As you arch your low back and roll your pelvis, does your knee move away from you, rolling away from you with your pelvis? Doesn't do anything. Is it very distinct? Can you feel a relationship? between lifting your low back and moving your knee away from you. What's it like to go in the other direction? Bring your knee towards yourself and does that press your low back into the floor? Does that roll your pelvis? Gently. Yeah. And now switch again to arching your low back and letting your knee move away from you as you arch your low back. Or not doing anything definite with your knee. Just arch your low back and see what happens with your knee. Maybe it stays still. Maybe it moves away from you. 
See what happens as you arch. Arch your low back. Lift your low back away from the floor. And now deliberately try to do something funny. It's not going to be as difficult to understand as this weird movement as our head last week. It'll be easy to understand, but it'll be mysterious to do. Arch your low back and at the same time bring your knee towards yourself. And when you first try that, maybe it feels like just kind of a contradiction in terms, or maybe the joint feels all jammed up in your hip joint. Maybe it doesn't feel possible. This is fine. It's your starting point. Be gentle with that. Whenever you feel like one of those absolute limits, there's no point in using effort or strain. Instead, go slower, do less, and try to clarify the idea. And just many, many times, very, very gently repeat that exploration, that search. You roll your pelvis away from yourself, arch your low back, and bring your knee towards yourself at the same time. And the really interesting thing with this is not to try to make a big movement and not to try to use willpower or effort, but to pay attention to the timing. Because if you arch your back and if you bring your knee towards yourself at exactly the same time, then you will find deep in your inner sensation of yourself, you will find exactly where your hip joint is. You will find something nobody can show you from outside your body and that pictures can only help you guess at and... Even somebody pointing and poking can only indicate because this joint is deep inside, hidden by all the biggest, strongest muscles of the body, hidden by a lot of sensations. A lot of people will have more uh, feeling of strain in one of those muscles, and then we think that strain in one of the muscles around the hip is where the hip is, but the hip's actually deeper inside all that, the joint itself. So listen, if you can... Time that movement so the arching of your back begins at the very moment that bringing your knee towards yourself begins. Then the place where you're folding is going to be very precisely and clearly in your hip joint. Okay. And then leave that and stretch out and rest. And compare how each leg feels resting on the floor. Difference in that space behind the knee. And now even come up to sit again, actually. Come up to sit with your legs long in front of you. Spread apart a comfortable distance. Lean on your hands behind you. And again... Explore this movement of arching your back, pushing your belly forward, and feel as you do that. Is it different? Is your left or your right knee making different kind of contact with the floor, different distance to the floor? Do you feel your back is able to arch more strongly on the one side and the other side? Movement of the pelvis rolling around your hip joints. clearer on one side than the other.
and then leave out and line your back. And then bend your knees and stand your feet. And bring your left knee towards yourself and interlace your hands. But interlace your hands now in the opposite, in the uh, non-habitual way. So notice which thumb is on top when you interlace your fingers. And then switch the slots over one so that your other thumb is on top. So feel a little non-habitual. It'll feel like what you don't normally do. And now begin to... Arch your back, lift your back away from the floor, and bring your left knee towards yourself at the same time. And feel on this side the hip joints, the possibility of connecting the spine to the movement of the knee can feel very different on the second side. And again, you might be sort of starting from scratch as they're just like... The idea of the movement is pretty clear. There's nothing complicated about the idea, but is there actually anywhere to move in there? Is there anything to move in there? Does it feel like you're at your maximum? And this is one of these kinds of hidden possibilities of movement. You've all got it in your skeleton. It's there. But the more you try to get at it with willpower, the less accurate you'll be. And the more you just curiously try gently lightly, slowly, many times looking for the accuracy of the timing, then something, your brain figures it out. Something happens. Some you go, oh, wait, no, it moves there. Oh, the joint's actually there. Oh, something, you know, it puts a flashlight, a spotlight inside on some different possibility of where you can fold, where you can lengthen. Just very slowly, many times, bring your knee towards yourself and arch your back at the same time. Always below the level. If you're feeling any kind of like, I've given you a stretching exercise, any of that big stretching sensation that's so loud and drowns anything out, then back off from that and do less. Leave that, stretch out your legs, take a rest. And bend your knees and stand your feet again. Bring your left leg towards yourself and interlace your hands in that non-habitual way below your kneecap. 
And a few times, just bring your left knee towards you and back to where you started from and feel how your low back responds to that. Feel how your back lengthens and your low back moves towards the floor. So just using your hands to guide your knee closer to yourself. It's kind of like a lever. You hold that long bone of your femur can roll your leg. I mean, roll your pelvis. Take your low back, lengthen your low back, take it towards the floor. Maybe your neck tilts a little bit as that happens. Something up your spine happens. And then very slowly start to add to that that you take your pelvis actually in the other direction, that you lift your low back while you take your knee towards yourself. So here you've got the idea first of moving your knee towards yourself and then you add in the opposition of your spine. So it's kind of like looking for the same idea but from a different direction. Maybe different things become possible slowly, gently exploring that. Anytime, slowly, easy, curious, looking. And now can you actually lengthen your right leg? So keep holding your left leg like this, but lengthen your right leg. So stretch out your right leg, make your right leg long. And then continue to first just bring your knee towards yourself and feel... Your back move towards the floor, your pelvis roll. How does your right leg feel this happening? And then can you actually take your back in the opposite direction again to your knee? So you bring your knee towards yourself. That very moment you bring it towards yourself, you arch your back and lift your back away from the floor. And leave that and stretch out. Take a rest.
And bend your knees and stand your feet again. And place now your uh, right ankle on your left thigh or your left knee, your left thigh. Open your right knee to the side. And in this position, lift your low back away from the floor. Increase that space behind your belt level. Lift your low back away from the floor. Protrude your belly. Protrude your abdomen. And then let it move back. And feel. Now, each of your hip joints is a very, very different situation, right? How is the movement symmetrical for your back? Is it on the same on each side? Does it become easier to lift one side than the other? How does this position of your legs, the position of your hip joints, affect how you can lift your back on each side? And then place both of your hands on your uh, lower legs so that your left hand is around or above your ankle and your right hand is both coming from the top, like coming from the inside of your leg, and your right hand is underneath your knee. Oh, sorry, the inside of the leg. That was very confusing to people. <laughs> I, didn't, I guess I didn't mean inside of your leg. Yeah, just like, just like you're reaching your hand straight out, kind of shoulder-width apart, and taking hold of your uh, lower leg as though your lower leg is kind of... There, so your left hand is uh, around your ankle and your right hand is around underneath your kneecap. I don't mean underneath your kneecap, I mean exactly where you have it below your kneecap. Good. Yeah. So both hands. Just both hands. And your, uh, sorry, your right hand is just on your kneecap like that, on your, below your kneecap. Yep. Great. And like this now, can you... Arch your low back and bring your lower leg towards yourself at the same time. And again, first time you do it, the answer might feel like it's no. Something would have to roll around something else, some way that your hip joint would have to roll in itself. That may be pretty mysterious. Very, very gently. It's more... Important for this to be a clear and easy idea than it is for it to be something that you accomplish. Really do it at the level of of no strain. Every time you do it, you feel something maybe tightens instead of softens to let it happen and then think the next time you do it can that place not tighten not react can something soften there instead imagine you were going to do it now actually without pulling with your arms so just somehow something you have muscle you didn't know you had or something, could organize so that you can arch your back and bring your whole lower leg towards yourself at the same time. This might be almost imaginary, and that's fine. 
arch your low back and bring your whole lower leg, not just your knee, not just your foot, but the whole lower leg in a unit towards yourself. Okay, leave that and stretch out and rest. Feel how each leg lies out on the floor. Again, come up to sit. Come up to sit with your legs long, leaning on your hands behind you. Legs long and spread in front. Leaning on your hands behind. Let's check for a moment how each leg lies when you're sitting in this position. Kind of lying easier with your heels digging in less to the ground. Is that changing? And then arch your back, push your belly forward, forward and down, push your belly. And feel what might feel different in your left and right legs now. Great, and leave that lie on your back. Take a rest. Okay, and then bend your knees and stand your feet. And cross your left ankle now on your right knee or thigh. With your knee out to the side. Just get used to that position, feel in that position. If you need to move your knee around a little bit and check so that you feel relatively comfortable then in your left hip joint, your right hip joint. And then just begin with arching your low back, taking your low back away from the floor. And feeling, really pay attention, how symmetrical can that be in your low back, even though your hips and your legs are so asymmetrical? Just in the basic position, arching your back. Can you make that a more symmetrical movement for the left and right sides of your back? 
can even check with your hands, feel how much space you're creating behind each side, if that helps you clarify your awareness. Another way to ask yourself that question, this is really interesting. Actually, if you think of the front of your spine through your low back, mid-back, through your low back especially, think of the front of your spine, which is really in the center of you practically. I mean, it's in your belly practically. It's quite a bit forward. As you lift your low back away from the floor, that's moving forward, pushing forward. Can you give yourself a feeling, or do you have a feeling or imagination of how much that's going really vertically away from the floor, or is it going a little bit towards one leg or towards the other leg, like is it veering in one direction or the other? If you imagine that you're going for a ride on the front of those large vertebrae of your low back, pushing forward, imagine them about halfway back there through your belly or something like that. You took a ride on the front of those vertebrae, which we almost never think about, because again, they're deep inside. You never feel them. Is that really going straight in an arc, sort of vertical, straight away from the floor, not veering towards one knee or the other? Again, take your lower leg with both your hands, your left hand below your knee, your right hand around your ankle from above. And gently, easily, can you bring your left leg towards yourself as you arch your low back. Very slowly, many times, respecting any break you feel on the movement, any place where you feel like, oh, There's just no possibility of movement there. Don't push past that. Don't make an effort. Just back off it and try again. Clarify. Or I should say, you know the way you clarify? You clarify by making more mistakes. So make sure that you lift your leg first and then arch your back. And make sure that you arch your back first and then lift your leg, that you get the timing wrong. Get the timing slightly wrong. Many times. For very, very small, gentle movement. Get the timing wrong. And the more different ways you get the timing wrong, the more you can get the timing right. And look for a really simultaneous movement. Your leg towards you while your back lifts. And then maybe it's really your knee that's coming towards you and your ankle stays glued almost to your other thigh. Many times slowly, even if you can think it, can you think that your ankle comes towards you as much as your knee comes towards you? As you lift your low back away from the floor.
the ankle and the knee. Okay, and then when you're ready, leave that and take a rest. And then again, roll to your side and come up to sit. Sit up with your legs long. Lean on your hands behind you and arch your back. Push your belly forward. Push your abdomen forward. And feel, if you remember from the beginning of the lesson, it's a little bit different in your knees now. Do they uh, more likely stay neutral in relation to the floor or even lower towards the floor, whereas at the beginning of the lesson they might have pulled away from the floor a little bit as you arched your back and rolled your pelvis. And if you put your legs together, long and together, what's the experience of arching your low back, pushing your belly forward now? Is it clearer how your pelvis can move around the heads of your femurs, the heads of your thigh bones there? Does there seem to be more space there even though your legs are together? More clarity. And then uh, leave that and sit up with your uh, legs apart again. And you can bend the knees a little bit, open to the side, a little bit more of a casual, comfortable position. Bend your knees a little bit, if that feels good for you. Lift your arms in front of you. I'm going to get out from in between. Lift your arms in front of you, straight out in front of you. The level is kind of above your legs, yeah, parallel to the floor. Yeah, if you can do that. Okay. That's okay. So get when when a situation is like that, like it's just when it's just like the basic position of the movement is not comfortable to be in. I've been there extremely many times myself. <laughs> the good thing to do is really listen to the instruction. I'm actually the last person in a fellow Christ room who ever does a movement because I've gotten to such a habit of just listening and thinking the thing through before I ever do it because I did that so often out of necessity, I guess. So you just take the time, like listen to the words and get the idea in your mind. And then when you feel ready, try your own approximation once or twice. But don't try to force yourself to be in the same, the starting position the whole time if it's not comfortable to be. So just, and you can do that anytime. You can just say, oh, I'm not going to move until I've really thought through what she's saying. <laughs> it's always an option. It actually can be very effective way to do the lesson. So 
You're sitting with your legs long, maybe a little bit bent and open to the side, if that gives you a little more freedom or comfort in sitting. And then lift your arms so they're parallel to the floor and away from you. And like this now, arch your back. Do this movement of arching your back. Uh-huh. And um, there's kind of two ways you can do this, and nobody's doing it really, really obviously and visually. So when I tell you the idea, you tell me which of these two ideas matches the little movement that you're doing. So one way to do it is like by arching your back, you're really lifting your head and your arms almost like you're going to look backwards or tilt backwards. But that's the main part of the movement that translates into action. And the other option is that by arching your low back, your arms actually come forwards and only a little bit up. You lengthen your low back forwards so the arch doesn't take your upper back backwards, but in a way your whole shoulders, head sort of glides a little bit forwards. Your mid-back lengthens instead of pulling your shoulders and arms backwards. So... You might find that difference clearer if you do bend your knees a little bit and let them be open to the side and not have your legs so strictly straight and long. So for everybody, it's very subtle. It's not a big, it's not a big distinction. It's not like I can say, don't bend your head backwards because nobody's doing it so big that they're bending their head backwards and nobody's doing it so big forwards that they're doing it forwards, but you can feel in yourself how much is the rolling of your low back, pushing of your pelvis forward, letting your whole upper body glide forward and a little bit up in a nice arc, and how much is that arching of your back really just pulling your head and your arms backwards, pulling them up and backwards. Two different ideas. You could exaggerate them a little bit to fit, well, rest your arms for a moment and then we'll come back and deliberately feel the two ideas. Come back again when you're ready to try it. So your knees loosely bent a little bit open to the outside. Your arms raised in front of you. And a few times just reach forwards and up with your arms and feel your pelvis roll and your low back arch as a consequence of doing that. So you reach forwards and a little bit up. Feel how your lowest of your low belly rolls a little towards the floor, your low back arches.
and then try the other option. You arch your back, but your pelvis really stays more or less still. It doesn't roll very much, and so your chest lifts, your head looks up and backwards, your arms lift up and backwards. might feel like you're going to fall over backwards. Don't go too far. You're going to have to roll your pelvis a little bit forwards not to fall. You feel a big strain, actually. It's probably more in your middle back. And then come back to this idea of gliding a little bit forwards and upwards. So you're really rolling your pelvis you're lengthening your back forwards and reaching a little upwards, and as a consequence, your low back extends easily. Okay, and leave that and roll onto your back. Take a rest on your back. Feel how you're resting on the floor now, the arch behind your low back, the arch behind your knees. Bend your knees and stand your feet and bring both your legs over your body and just hug your knees with your arms in whatever way that they reach comfortably with your hands or your arms. And just staying in this position. Let your back lengthen, settle into the floor. Let your breathing settle. Let your breathing expand into your back. You can roll a little from side to side if you think that would feel good, if you think that would... Lengthen each side of your back a little after all of the extending and lifting and arching you've been doing. And then when you're ready, stretch out your legs, leave that. And in your own time, you can roll to your side and come up to sit and come up to stand and walk around and see uh, how you're standing and walking. <laughs>